Hello, and welcome to Words with Artists. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 5 of Words with Artists. I'm your host, Estelia Baker, and together we will meet amazing artists of all genres, learn a bit of local history, and write a few lines of creative fiction. Today, I'm joined by Matt Ramsey. Hello. And Matt is a professional photographer, and you said you do both business and you do art. Yeah, so, commercial and fine art photography. Commercial and fine art. Um, and today we're recording at Pantheon. We're in uh, Vincennes, which is in Knox County, Indiana. Um, so Matt, so I'm going to start into some of these questions here again. How did you choose your art, or did it choose you? It's kind of one to kind of think about, like... I bet you hear it a lot both ways, and honestly, I'm not sure. I'm into a lot of different artistic disciplines. I feel like we have that in common. Yeah. Um, right. So my my formal art education is actually in English. Uh, I went to school on a music scholarship, so I really like music and songwriting. When it comes to like, I feel like I chose those things, and maybe the reason maybe I'm more interested in photography is I feel more like photography chose me. I think it's kind of photography is like of a time where people are looking for photography. So if I make a piece of music, I have to get people interested in it. But if I make a photo, it's sort of the kind of content that social media is made of. And so people are looking for photography, right? So in that way, I feel like not just the medium, but also the interest in the art form itself is something that finds, has found me. Right. What, what ages did you start doing photography? Oh, I was probably in high school, 17 or 18 when I started doing it pretty like seriously enough to get a camera. Okay. Um, what was your first camera? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> let me tell you all about it. Were you a band kid at all by any chance? No. Okay. So someone who's a band kid out there will relate to this, but when they, when you're trying to fund your like high school band, they send you out to like sell magazines and trash bags and like you become a little salesman, like selling everything and they incentivize you to do this by having all this structure of prizes you win. Like you get to a different tier, you sell this many trash bags, you can get the next prize. And so my incentive was like at the very top of the prize tier list was a camera. It was an Argus 35 millimeter rigger, 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 rigger <laughs> camera. And so that was my first camera, but I'll never forget it. I never, I, I'll never forget like the way it felt to wind the mechanism to, to like string the film across mm -hmm. it, the way it looked looking through the viewfinder, not a professional camera, a, a, a really cheap camera. But that, that's that kind of how I started in photography. Um, when I was in like eighth, ninth grade, I was in the photography club. Mm. And I had a Vivitar. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was just the little thin one, but it had regular film and you put it through and then we were able to go in and uh, use a dark room and develop our pictures. Oh, nice. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, so that's all part of the, the fun of that experience. And so like I'm of an age anyway where like as I progressed and matured, uh, photo technology was progressing and maturing. And so I sort of hit a stride where once it was possible to push photos out on social media, I had sort of also reached maturity as an artist. And so... I was, you know, it, it was easy, easy for me to get to, you know, for that to be an avenue for me to express my artwork. Good timing. So, yeah, I know you do your business side, but on your art side, what, how do you describe your type of photography? Well, primarily I say I do rural interest photography. 
And so it's landscape photography. Um, and it's photography that takes an interest in what I would usually say are like overlooked scenes or scenes that are not typically given a lot of serious photographic attention. And those tend to be uh, rural scenes, agricultural scenes, what you might call Americana. Um, and that's the, my primary landscape photography focus and has been for about the last five years. Right. And you have to talk about Scotland. Of course, do I have to? <laughs> yeah. Well, my you know my my uh, appreciation for landscape photography didn't is not oriented in rural photography. It comes from the same thing that I think attracts most people to landscape photography, which is photographing like big iconic landscapes. And so, of course, when I have an opportunity to do that, um, I'll absolutely take that opportunity up. And uh, in 2021, I had a chance to uh, to study on uh, on scholarship in Scotland. Uh, so that was one of the last and, and really one of the, like one of the only recent opportunities I've had to get my camera gear out into like a big, grand, iconic uh, landscape and do like some serious uh, nature and landscape photography, you know, outside of like rural Midwestern photography. Nice. Uh, so I had four months. What made that trip special was it wasn't like a vacation stay or like a workshop where you're typically in an area for a, a few days or maybe a couple weeks if you're really lucky because I was on scholarship for a semester. I had four months to photograph it. So I got to see the landscape in all seasons and in, in, in every weather condition you could ever uh, hope for. Uh, so it was a very extensive stay and I came out with a, a, a good a good variety of photos from Scotland. And there's a collection that, uh, if your viewers are interested, there's a collection on my website that they can enjoy from that. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's it. that was one of the amazing things is I met you just before you mm -hmm. went to do that. Yeah. So I was able to follow along and see the photos <laughs> as you were Lucky doing. you! It was amazing. Yeah. It really was. That's one of the great things about photography is you kind of get to share your experiences. So you don't, you don't, I don't feel like I'm selfishly, you know, keeping... Uh, those great experiences to myself was sort of right. bringing my friends along for the ride too. So glad I could bring you along. And so you said this was a scholarship opportunity. So what do you do now to continue learning? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, well, so we mentioned that I'm doing commercial photography now. Um, that's definitely been a learning process for me. So, uh, right. Uh, I'm, I'm doing online learning a lot. So there are a lot of free online learning resources for artists in, across YouTube and TikTok and other social media. And, uh, but this is sort of a business proposition, so I've been investing in online learning as well. Um, I co-host a, lo a local camera club, and that is a learning process for everyone that attends, including myself, even as the co-host. So, and we're always looking for opportunities to bring people in and talk to the group that can, you know, especially if it's something I don't know because I'm the host that I know is going to be of value. Uh, to the other people there too. So uh, that's that's a more social component maybe to the learning, but you know, I do a lot of independent learning online as well. Right, and you teach, I mean, in a way, I mean, uh, sure. watching your videos, I've seen some of your videos and you're helping other photographers. It's not just... Yeah, and it's hard to teach without learning something. You do a lot of teaching yourself, right. so that's yeah. probably something you can relate to. Um, so yes, on my uh, YouTube channel, uh, especially, uh, it's a almost a tutorial style channel. And so I just bring you along for stuff I'm doing with my camera as the viewer. Um, and if I encounter something that's a technical challenge, then I'll sort of discuss how I work through it and techniques and things as well. As of course, you know, if, if I mention a technique or something in the video, then someone's going to come up with a comment. I tried this. Did you try that? Right. And that's also sort of a social way 
of learning through teaching. Right, and I will have links to website and YouTube and all these. Um, all yeah, you guys come. So we'll coming out with me. That. We'll have a good time. Yeah. Come out. Okay, so all this time, so you said since high school, what do you think was your biggest mistake? What was kind of the big thing that you really had to kind of learn from? Yeah, I think maybe the biggest development I made was I didn't get start photography as art. At first, it was sort of documentary. And then it just became, how do I make impressive photos that make my life look cool, right? Uh, and it was a really, a really long time. I think because, you know, photography can be very superficial and it can be hard to look beyond what you're seeing at face value, unlike writing, right? It's, it's attempting to create subtext in writing. Um, uh, music is, it's hard to see something superficial in music because it's very cerebral. But with photography, you're very tempted to uh, to sort of just take it at face value. So I think moving beyond trying to make photography something interpretive and expressive, uh, as opposed to just uh, something documentary or impressive, is, is is probably been the biggest challenge for me as a photographic artist. Yeah, it's that it's that fine art aspect. Is when mm. you're is when you're doing fine art, you're you're not just bringing just the photo, like you said, but you're bringing emotion mm. and you're bringing feeling and you're, yeah. you're kind of placing the person where you were and trying to have them have the same feelings that you had even in that location. So it's, it's almost like a, just to be able to feel like it. And it, and I mean, in some of the photos you've had, like the fog photos from mm. when you were overseas, just being able to look at those and just, and I've lived, you know, I've lived over there and I've been to Scotland and I just, I just kind of, brought me back you yeah. kind of you smell it and you feel mm, it yeah. Isn't that <laughs> and it's powerful? like you're there it is yeah, yeah. it is really powerful it, it is. is yeah um yeah so you're conveying emotion and other things through photographs is really something that's that takes some learning learning and you know you have to kind of figure out that you need to do that and then you have to want to do it and then it's and then it becomes a learning journey right. Of, right. so um what are you working on right now i guess kind of both aspects it'd be mm -hmm. like i know your business side you said that you're doing, you have clients that you're working on here in this place. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I guess we could talk about this first because we're here in my office, mm -hmm. right? So um, I, we went through OnRamp together. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, OnRamp is a program that the Indiana Arts Commission puts on to give sort of business training to artists. And I think part of it is to, how, how do you make your art practice itself more sustainable, so that you're not like a starving artist, right? So that's maybe is their incentive to provide that. But also, how do you maybe commercialize or commodify your art if you want to? Uh, and like the daunting process of that and feeling, you know, like maybe you're, if you're art, that I have to grapple with, am I being untrue to my art by commercializing it, right? And all of those concerns and apprehensions. And so there's also, a, uh, that's also a part of that training. And coming out of that, um, I thought, well, you know, I'm, Right now, I'm kind of funding my art through like working in a like labor, basically working in factories and stuff. Wouldn't it just make as much sense to turn photography into a kind of labor? So that's part of it. And I also think about, you know, I'm I'm using my art to help small businesses, small makers of things, uh, people with big dreams, right? I'm putting the power of my art behind their endeavors. So I actually feel kind of good about that. It's kind of a fight against corporate consumerism, what I'm doing with my commercial photography and videography. So uh, I, 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 that's good for me, too. And I do all that here in this office um, at the Pantheon. And we, we, I learned about OnRamp through the Pantheon. 
So the Pantheon is an old ahistoric theater that's been renovated and repurposed to give training and support to small business owners like myself. So that's the commercial side of that. I'm learning, I'm kind of learning how to do it because it, this was an idea that I got from our on-ramp training. Um, and not just how to do commercial photography, but how to do a, a running a business too. Right. Um, and and uh, so, but you, then I've got like a product photo box if you just want like the little tour of what you're seeing in my office and my, my, I do my editing here um, and all that stuff. And then for the fine art photography, I'm getting more involved in, I volunteered an art gallery um, and I'm working, doing this commercial work gives me more free time and flexibility to contribute more efforts to that as well. So um, that also makes it worthwhile for me. Um, uh, in terms of like what I'm doing for the photographs themselves, um, you know, I think maybe you've keyed me in that I need to put more more attention to that. So okay. Yeah. Maybe don't let this become too much of a distraction and, and uh, plan. Yeah, keep my eyes on the I know that's what I have to schedule. I notice that I'll go a certain amount of time where I don't get out to sketch. Like I'll sketch at my house or something, but I don't get out on the street and do, cause I do the urban sketching and I need to be, it's really just so much better when I'm on the street and doing it right in the moment. And I kind of have to schedule time sometimes to do that. Like yeah. tomorrow I'm going to stay here and you know, I've scheduled that so that I know that I can spend the morning or afternoon and just, just walk around and just look at some of the, uh, architecture here. <laughs> oh, and I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really glad you got to come down here and see it. Um, and and uh, so yeah, scheduling. That's I'm gonna take that tip from you, <laughs> right? I think that can help me out. I also like with what I what I do with real photography. I I'd like to think of it as having a conclusion, right? So it pro being a project that I can say is finished. And so I think I'm kind of looking towards having finished sort of a five year project of doing that. And so I'm kind of looking, feeling out what the next thing might be. And so I know you're going to ask me probably what's ne what's next. Yeah, that's the, yeah, what's next? This is how we do podcasts. Yeah. And so I'm kind of, I think I'm trying to figure that out, but I would like to get into uh, doing more gallery shows. Okay. I've done one in-person, one online, and so I'd like to do another show, that maybe of rural stuff. Maybe if I've had a lot of photography in my back catalog, too, that I never had the chance to show mm -hmm. in that forum. So, yeah, I think. Did you, and you were in Scotland when we did the one at IU. On-ramp, uh, on-ramp class yeah, had a gallery show yeah. and you I, missed that. I was like calling my family, like, can anyone <laughs> take a picture, like break into my house and get a picture and take it to uh, to, to Bloomington, but I couldn't get anyone to do that. Uh, so I'm sorry that I missed that and that I couldn't yeah. participate in it, but I did see it online. It looked like you guys had a really good show. Yeah, that, that, that was a big mess. Oh, that was, I, I wish so bad that your stuff would have been, that would have been great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you know. There's always another day. Yeah, I would have missed it either way. Um, did were you able? Did you do mm -hmm. something with writing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I actually had uh, um, we. It was all of uh, participants from our on ramp class, and we got to have displays. And I actually got mine professionally framed, and so I had uh, a poem that was written um, about uh, Bex Mill. Actually, um, I because I do historical writing to where I make myself one of the characters. And it can even be a person or it can be um, a place, mm. a building. Um, I've done Maxwell Hall where we had our on-ramp class. You were working on something like that 
during the process of the class. Right. Yeah. In Maxwell Hall, I did the, there is a dragon mm-hmm. that is above yeah. the fireplace. So I did a poem about the hall that was from the point of view of the dragon. Very cool. So, and I did something I'm like that. I'm playing I'm pretty sure I've read it. I'm pretty sure I've read it, but okay. Yeah. I, I did something like that. And then I also did some, I had some uh, photography too. So that went with it, that kind of, of back smell that I did kind of little uh, artistic kind of photos and, yeah. uh, and put them on display with it. So it was kind of a little bit different. Not not just a picture of a mill, but, um, you know, yeah. a picture of some stairwells and a cabin and just some more artistic kind mm-hmm. of Well, what stood out to you and maybe what you think not everyone else would have looked at. Right. So. Yeah. Different, looking at things from a different point of view. Yeah. All right. So where can... Uh, our listeners are and our viewers, where can they find your work? I'm gonna I'm gonna put on the website, but I'd like you to go ahead and let Yeah, well check me out on Instagram first and foremost. My my fine art stuff is at matt.ramsey.photo. You can see my commercial stuff on Instagram at optiviz.media. So my company is called Optiviz Media, but O-P-T-I-V-I-Z dot media. I have a website, mattramsey.gallery, where you can sort of see like the compendium of that variety of work. Um, or you can see me on Facebook as follow uh, search for Matt Ramsey photos or Optiviz Media. And like we mentioned, I'm on YouTube as well. So if you search for Matt Ramsey on YouTube, you'll find me and a bass player. So I'm the Matt Ramsey on YouTube that's not a bass player. <laughs> Check me out. So. But you did music, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not, yeah, I'm not good at bass. If you want to see ba- Matt Ramsey bass, then check out the other guy. <laughs> okay. So we talked about we're at the Pantheon, and you said a little bit about it being um, – changed into businesses, but talk about the history of the Pantheon. So I believe the Pantheon was built in 1921, so they just celebrated their 102nd year anniversary this year. Um, It was historically at first a stage theater. Um, The Red Skelton, who is our big Vincennes celebrity, uh, there's a, a, a story that he used to sell papers outside the theater as a child, and that's where he got his first dreams and ambitions to get into entertainment, and we have a statue outside the Pantheon that commemorates that. Um, it's sat in disrepair for decades, and it's changed hands of ownership several times, and they came in in, I believe, 2020 or 2021 to, um, they got some funding from grants and corporate sponsors to uh, renovate it and repurpose it into a space that they call a business incubator or a uh, innovation theater, where um, small businesses can come in and get resources. Like I got uh, the, oh, I attended a seminar that told me about the on-ramp program, right? The Arts Commission was here giving mm-hmm. me a seminar. Um, so we have seminars like that from the ISBDC um, and other, I, I, give, I give workshops here uh, to teach small business owners how to do product photos because wow. not okay. all, all small businesses uh, can own that. It's not financially feasible for every uh, business startup. So small businesses can come here and network um, and attend those kinds of events. Okay. Right. So what we're going to do now is our Bowman Minute. So um, if you've not seen the Bowman Minute before, what we're going to do is we're going to free write. So free writing is when you just get a timer and you just start writing. You don't think about form. You don't think about what you're writing. It's just uh, subconscious and just let it flow. So we're going to go ahead and uh, Matt's going to do the timer for us. And we're going to do one minute. And I've chosen three words. Okay. Okay, so I've chose three words from what he was talking about. And I chose theater, 
and disrepair and photos. Okay, and those words have to inspire my writing or inspire. Period? Don't have to be in it, just inspire it. And you're just gonna write for one minute, just whatever comes to mind. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Three, two, one, go. All right. <laughs> it's not very long. No. It's not very well, long. Could have used between me and the audience. I said a minute and one second. So. <laughs> okay. So guests always go first. Go ahead and read yours. That's a punishment. I wrote. <laughs> I'm the theater where wires pull the curtains closed on the show. Watch. It's that's where I got. Okay. So, so your thought is being the theater itself? Mm. From the theater? So, yeah, something like that. My body's the theater, my life's the theater. Yeah. Where wires pull the curtains close on the show. Watch. That's interesting. So mine is um, the theater breathed a sigh as he came to see it. Love in his eyes, history, and home. Photos of it in the heydays were a dream to begin anew. Building, growing, making. <laughs> That's great. It's amazing what you can do in a minute. Yeah. It's amazing. It's the most productive I've been in a long time. <laughs> thank well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. I really do. So, um, to everybody out there, um, thank you for joining us. Um, again, you can. Uh, Find us at uh, wordswithartist.blog, and I will have all the links to websites for um, everything that Matt's doing and his photos and his business and everything. So if you want to get in touch with him, um, if you're local, it's a great place to come on down and see the building and mm -hmm. see who's available and what, what they can do for you and what Matt can do for you and his business. So, um, and check out our art. If you do come to business, check out our art galleries. We'd love to have out of town visitors. Um, so um, for my listeners, these free writing exercises will be posted at wordswithartist.blog. For our listeners, I'd love to read what you wrote too. So uh, come onto the blog and write it down or even here at the YouTube. Um, whenever you put it on once we post, um, we'd love to see what you had to write too and what you did with the words that we gave out. Be sure to join me every Monday as I entertain the ghosts of our past while sipping tea and having words with artists.